Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today's October 30th. Today is the first day of this week's Come Follow Me block, and this week we're going to be studying the book of Daniel chapters 1 through 6. Now, I'm so excited to be studying the book of Daniel because a lot of us really know these stories. We understand these stories. But what I want to take a look at and what I really want to emphasize is the importance of these stories for the day and age that we live in. The book of Daniel is so important for us to study because Daniel was one of the people taken into Babylon in that first captivity. Remember, Babylon comes into Jerusalem. They take a bunch of people captive. Mostly they took away people who they felt like could benefit their society and people who were kind of high up in Jerusalem. And they take all these people away. And then about 10 or 11 years later, they come in again. And this time they take a lot of people captive and they destroy the city of Jerusalem. Now we've been studying this time period for a while. Remember, Jeremiah was the prophet for the southern kingdom. He was the prophet in Jerusalem at the time. Ezekiel that we studied last week was the prophet among the captives that were taken away into Babylon. And now we get to Daniel, who was a prophet in a very special, different type of situation. He was a prophet for those who had been carried away captive specifically into the king's court in Babylon. So we get a very unique perspective from Daniel. And it's a perspective that I think is really important that we understand and study in our day. Think about it. Daniel was a prophet who lived in a time where he was surrounded completely by Babylon, very, very literally living in the king's courts, being surrounded by the king and the culture makers, really, of Babylon. So Daniel, in a really unique way, teaches us about what it's like to remain faithful to build testimony, and to be devoted to God in a time when we are surrounded by the world and surrounded by those who would bring our faith down. Now, Daniel was carried away in captivity probably when he was a teenager, most likely a late teenager, but he most likely wrote the book of Daniel when he was a lot later in life. So a lot of these things are coming from his memory. We don't know exactly who his parents were. However, because he was taken in this early group of Israelites, he was most likely from a very prominent family, possibly even a royal family. However, when he was taken into Babylon, he was given a Babylonian name, which was Belteshazzar. Now, I'm sure that the book of Daniel has been important for lots of people throughout time. However, I really believe that this book is specifically important for us in our day and age. It used to be that we could avoid the world, that we could continue in our beliefs and just kind of avoid places where the world would be, right? We don't go to bars or we avoid certain situations or certain groups or certain times or different things like that. It used to be that we could do a good job of avoiding the world. However, we now live in a day and age where we can't avoid the world. We are living in the world. We are living around others who mock our faith and who would destroy our faith. And because of media and because of social media and because of all these different things, we have these things and these influences consistently in our lives. 
It's no longer about just trying to avoid certain situations where the world could influence us. Now it's about living smack dab in the middle of the world and trying hard not to let them influence us. And that's exactly what Daniel was dealing with. He lived smack dab in the middle of Babylon, the center of Babylonian influence. And yet he found ways to shun that influence and to stand strong for his belief in God. Elder Cook once said, We cannot avoid the world. A cloistered experience is not the answer. In a positive sense, our contributions to the world is part of our challenge and is essential if we are to develop our talents. Now, if you understand in a real way what Elder Cook is saying here, this idea of a cloistered experience is not the answer, then I sympathize with you because there are times when I think, man, I just want to take my kids and get out of here. I want to protect them. But that's not the answer because we, like Daniel, are asked to live surrounded by the world so that we, like Daniel, can provide strength and an example in the world and hopefully help raise that world up. So let's jump into this book of Daniel and take a look at a couple principles here. In Daniel chapter 1 verse 2 it says, And the Lord gave Jehoiakim king of Judah into his hand, meaning the hand of the king of Babylon, with part of the vessels of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar, to the house of his God, and he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. Now, this is a really interesting thing that Babylon is doing here, and I think that there's an important principle that we can learn. First of all, it says that the king of Judah is delivered into the hands of Babylon, but also some of the things from their temple. There are items from the temple in Jerusalem that are carried away out of Jerusalem into Babylon, and they're placed there in Babylon in that treasure house. Now, something that's interesting to me about this is that they bring these items out of Jerusalem and bring them and place them in Babylon to help the people, to help the Jews that they've carried away feel more comfortable in Babylon. Now, this isn't super common. Normally, when a group of people conquer somewhere, they are not remotely interested in helping the people that they've conquered feel more comfortable in their presence or with them. And it would seem that Babylon, they're not just interested in taking the Jews captive. They're not just interested in Israel coming and living with them. They are interested in turning Israel into Babylonians. And so in order to do this, they surround them in things that make them more comfortable. Now, this is a super important principle for us to see and understand in our day. For us, one of the greatest blessings from the scriptures is we get the opportunity to pinpoint tools of the adversary. We get the opportunity to see things that he's done in the past and know that if he's done them in the past, he continues to try to use those tools in our day. Now, this is something that we see from the adversary. He tries to get us to be comfortable with our surroundings. Here, the Babylonians wanted the children of Israel to feel comfortable in Babylon so that little by little they could turn them into Babylonians without them even realizing what was going on. This is something that we learn about in the Book of Mormon in 2 Nephi chapter 28. Listen to how Nephi explains the workings of the adversary. He says, and others he will pacify and lull them away into carnal security, that they will say, all is well in Zion, yea, Zion prospereth, all is well, 
and thus the devil cheateth their souls and leadeth them away carefully down to hell. Here we see that among the Babylons. Aren't they trying to lull them in, help them feel like they have carnal security, trying to help them feel comfortable where they are so that they can lead them carefully away, so that they can carefully, slowly turn them into Babylonians. My friends, in our day, the adversary rarely is just boldface blatant in his attempts to get us to his side. Rarely are his temptations super glaringly obvious. If you are in a good place spiritually, he is going to do similar things as the Babylonians. He's going to put little things in our way to make us feel more comfortable with him, with the world, with sin. Little by little, he tries to lull us into that carnal security until before we know it, we're surrounded by him and making mistakes and sinning and turning away from God becomes kind of a normal, natural step for us because we have so slowly walked over to the adversary's side. That's what Babylon was doing here. And that is what the adversary does to us in our day. But my friends, I testify that we can be like Daniel. We can learn from Daniel about how to live surrounded by the world and the adversary's attacks and to hold strong with our beliefs and stay firmly on the Lord's side. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.